Welcome to There is an Angel for That. Over the next hour, Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson will help encourage you to explore your spiritual side to achieve transformation by delving into the spirit realm of angels and archangels. Now, here is Yvonne. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show, There is an Angel for That. My name is Yvonne Cote. I am your host. As well, joining me is my amazing co-host, Carol Ann Dickinson. Hello, Carol Ann, and how are you doing today? I am doing great, Yvonne. It's so nice to be back and so nice to be back for There's an Angel for That. I know we've both had a ton of stuff going on, so it's really nice to be here. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Life has been a little bit busy and I know I've had a lot going on. And I think like you were mentioning, you had a lot going on as well. And in in just in talking about that, I thought that maybe that would be a great thing to actually discuss on today's show. And part of the reason for that, I don't know about you, Caroline, but I've actually had this say to me, you know, Yvonne, because you work with angels or you work in the spirit world, you must have this life where nothing goes wrong. Everything always goes right for you. Right. And I think today this would be kind of a great topic for us maybe to do a little bit of myth busting on that as well, because, you know, we're here as humans as well. And regardless of what we do or what, you know, working with angels or spirit guides or anything else, things do happen. Absolutely. Because we're above and beyond everything else. We're still human beings having a human experience. And I think that's part of the process is to continue to grow and evolve. That means that we also have to walk through some storms along the way and challenges. So maybe part of that understanding about because we work with angels, our life is perfect is not the case, but maybe it is because we work with angels, we can get through our storms a little bit easier than we would without them. Right. That I totally get. And I know speaking from personal experience, you know, before we talked about this a little bit in my uh, life, my story and things that would go on, you know, um, everybody humans, we all have what I call situations or we have challenges that come up. And, you know, sometimes, um, I don't know about you, but for me, you all, you can even see kind of like a repeating, a pattern of things. And you're like, oh, my goodness, is this coming up for me again? Like, how come? Oh, yeah. And I think that's another really important thing um, to mention and talk about as well, because I get those as well. Like, why does this keep happening to me? Why? And I know I was one of those people too. Like, why? Why does this keep happening? And I'm not saying in my life right now that one thing comes up and then it never happens again. Oh, no, that's still not true. Things like that still do come (laughs) up. But I think this is a really good thing to talk about today because I've learned some things along the way that when these come up, I, and this is only my opinion, how my angels kind of, my guides talk to me is, you know, Yvonne, sometimes these are life lessons that we're putting in front of you. And the faster that you kind of see them and, and understand them and what is the lesson in there. And I know people always look at me and they go, oh my God, like, uh, uh, I don't know um, what, what was the lesson in it. And what worked for me that I found is you know, sitting back and thinking about that and going, when was the first time this happened? And and like really spend time thinking about it and and doing that for 
you know, if, if it's happened more than once or twice and you'd be amazed if you start to journal about it or really just start to go in and think about it. Because oftentimes when challenges come up, uh, I know for me, I just want to push them away and like, no, I don't even want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, right, nothing changes and nothing happens. So I find that that's when these things continue to keep popping up. I don't know if you've had uh, similar experiences, but that's how I feel it's gone for me in my life. I think that's absolutely true. And we have these experiences and patterns of things that happen in our lifetime. And it usually is something within us that still needs a little bit of healing and attention. But every time it happens, we're building an awareness of it. We're having a deeper understanding of it. And it could be the very thing that we are on the planet to learn about ourselves and to grow and to learn about it. And so having support, spiritual support and having physical support from human beings is really important so that I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes when we have these lessons, they're not always very pleasant. No, no, no. None of them are, right? And some yeah. of them can be very challenging. Like you, you know, some people's less, you can hear people's stories and sometimes you go, oh my gosh, like I don't even know how I could, like, some, there's a lot of tragic things that happen and go on in the world right now, especially right now. I feel um, lots yeah. of things that are going on and not just one thing at a time, right? And I find that we're meeting and talking to a lot of people right now. They have multiple things coming in. And right. that's when the overwhelm comes in. And, you know, I, I don't know where to go and I don't know what to do. And I think at some point in our life, most of us have been there at least once where I just don't know <laughs> what to do. And if you haven't experienced that, well, oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, that's awesome for you. But most times the people I meet and the people I talk to, there's been things. Oh, absolutely. And and I think that we find places in our life where we are in those spots. And we've talked about that before, where you find yourself, I don't absolutely have any idea what I'm supposed to do here. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get into that place of surrender, but mm-hmm. surrendering I think is one of the hardest things. I don't know about you, but for me to do, Mm because I'm a type A and if there's a way that I can fix it, I'm going to fix it. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Yes. And I found that in my life. I I mean, if we can even spend some time sharing some of things that someone said to you, well, Yvonne, what are some of the things that have gone on in your life that, you know, were so challenging for you? And like, how did you overcome? Like, I don't have have a problem spending a few minutes going through that because I think it's important to know what do we mean by these things going on? And, you know, when we first started this podcast, one of the first episodes we talked about was my story. You know, I never... Uh, I didn't start off as being, you know, an angel medium, a psychic medium. I had seen colors and things. I didn't know what they were. I was a director of human resources. So for Mm -hmm. me, my challenges, when I think life was trying to show me something, I was missing a lot of things. I worked in human resources for many years. I worked in the pulp and paper industry. The mill shut down that I worked at. 
And all of us ended up losing our job. And so what did I do? I went back. I went back into the pulp and paper and found another job in human resources. Mm -hmm. That mill shut down. So what did I do? I moved all the way across Canada, moved to British Columbia, and I went to another pulp and paper mill. I just got there, just got my home, just moved in, just got settled, only to find out the mill was shutting down. You oh know, my gosh. So you get these challenges. And yeah. so when I worked with mentors and and working with people, they're like, Yvonne, did you not see, you know, things you had these repeat patterns that were coming up? And I'm like, well. I did, but they weren't just affecting me. They were affecting a lot of people too. And, but just for my part, um, one of my first mentors had said, so what did you do next after that? Well, I stayed in human resources and this time I got real smart. And I said, I'm not going to go back into that industry. I'm going to go work somewhere where I didn't think they would shut down like a library. Right. But I, I really truly believe I wasn't following my life purpose. And I knew all along that I didn't think I was, but I just didn't know what to do with it. And so I, like you, was like, no, I got this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this. Mm -hmm. And I kept going. But what happened to me next was, well, if you're not going to leave human resources, then we're going to put some other things in front of you to help guide you off that path Right. And so this is when I started having my my near-death experience happened, which caused me to go into my panic and anxiety, which caused me to not be around people. So not everybody in life is going to have such a, um, maybe such a traumatic story as mine. Um, but I really love talking about this because I really think it's a really good thing when people say, these things keep happening to me, Yvonne, and I don't know <laughs> what to do. And so it's important to talk about what we have going on in our lives and know it wasn't always perfect. And no, my life isn't always perfect right now. Things come up. But I think the really critical, important piece is what you do with them when they come up. Exactly. And I think we're going to be exploring more of that as we go along today, for sure. But I don't know that we've ever talked about, and then you had something that happened repeatedly to you really fast. And so I don't know if, did I ever tell you that I was in the military? Yes. So I spent 11 years in the military and then I had a tragic accident and I got injured and it completely changed the trajectory of my life like your event did. And then I had to spend years kind of unraveling all of the things that had happened in life. And I think that those experiences, though, are led me to where I am today, mm -hmm. you know, through the counseling and through mediumship and the work that I love to do. But it wasn't without challenge and it wasn't without periods of where I wanted to give up completely. Mm -hmm. But it is getting on the other side of it in some way. And for me, that was through my spiritual belief. That was an understanding of, and a lot of self-reflection and a lot of healing work and a lot of other people working with me and having um, mentors 
to be that helping hand to have, you know, it's okay. You can keep going and this is how you do it. You know, having those people in your life is such an incredible blessing. And, you know, those people are still on my mind today and some of them are in spirit and they will come in and you've done a reading for me with one of those people. Oh, okay. You have. Okay. She was an incredible, um, she was a reverend and a psychic medium. Uh-huh. And um, do I don't know if you remember her now. Her name was Levita. And oh, okay. um, she was the first person that said, you know, not all of this is about your past. A lot of this is about your present and your future and, and understanding that you have a gift. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I totally understand people saying that it's very hard. I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but some, and when you have those dark nights of the souls, we find a place. Yes. Yes. Somehow when, whenever we reach out for help, whether that's, you even know you're doing it or not, that part of your soul reaches out to spirit and spirit will always answer in the form of a guide, an angel. Mm-hmm. or someone, a loved one in spirit each and every time. Yeah. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor, and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels, and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Weekly episodes available on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome back. This is Yvonne and Carolyn, and today we are talking about weathering storms, walking through them, and all of the different ways that we can find a place of acceptance or maybe understanding or growth. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love this topic just because... um, I find that it doesn't matter what area, there's so many different things that this can be applying to, Um, you know, it's even relationships, you know, people Mm -hmm. ask why, Um, and I'm sure you've heard of that too, you know, um, in and out of relationships, no secret, my my story is, uh, like, like I said, open book been married, been divorced, been married, been divorced, and now been married. Um, and again, that took me some time, uh, yeah. right? And and so I love this because, you, you know, you go in, you get married, and you always hope for that best that things are happening. But sometimes it's um, 
there's challenges that come up or, or you're, you realize later, okay, this isn't the person that is meant to be, I'm meant to be with or meant to be around. And sometimes I have looked back, Caroline, and this has been really interesting for me. And I go, you know, these people, I, to this day, I'm still friends with these people who have been my exes because we share children together. Right. But you want to know what the biggest thing, because I couldn't understand, like, well, why then? Like, why couldn't we be there together? And one of the biggest things I learned on my journey as well is, um, even though they know who I am and what I do now, part of them just wasn't going to be um, open enough and accepting enough to who I truly want to be, being a spiritual medium, being in this line of work. And I know now that I'm with the right person who is open and fully embraces what I do. So looking back, these people, my exes, they're beautiful people. They're amazing people. It's not that they were wrong people, but I guess um my shift, I was I was looking for people who I thought I was going to be with in that lifetime. Mm-hmm. People in that, I thought, you know, being a pulp and paper and being an H was it. I was on the wrong, perp- the life path and purpose, even though somewhere I kind of knew that. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things in my life where I look back and I go, now I can see why. And they weren't bad people. People get divorced for many reasons or get in and out of relationships, but it wasn't so much about us. As learning now, it just wasn't going to work for me to be who I truly wanted to be today. So when I think about that, and I was listening to you talk about it, it really wasn't about the other person, but it was about you being comfortable and being in integrity with who you actually authentically are. Right. Right. And so I think there is that sort of feeling that you get with someone where you know or you don't, or you know, or, or don't know, or they won't understand who you are. Right. Right. And so you have to change yourself or feel like you have to change yourself in order to fit with that person. Yes. So that requires you to do a lot of soul searching and, you know, getting to know yourself and self-awareness and insight to be able to be comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting when you look at journeys. And like I said, I'm open with mine um, because I find it's really, um, you get those questions. Well, then why from the beginning were you just with this person? Because I was meant to experience things like, you know, being sad. And I was meant to come here and understand what it was like to go through that. That was probably some of my life lessons. And I went through them and I, I'm, I've conquered that now. I believe I'm in a great marriage. I'm with someone who fully embraces and who I am and what I do, which wouldn't have happened. But I needed to go through those steps, that journey, meet those people, experience what I went through. And I truly believe that the children that came from them needed to come from that because whatever their purpose was, it's meant to go somewhere in the world. So they needed, they still needed to be here. So I fully believe that, you know, the universe or God or whoever you believe in angels, they know your path. They know um, and I believe we do somewhere in our higher subconscious, um, but we don't remember. And so we're learning as we go. And when we figure it out, you'll find that things, I find anyways, things aren't as difficult as we go. 
So the challenges that I get now, I look at them and I actually stop and I go, what what is, you know, what's going on in this, this situation or this challenge? So you have some options. You can push it away and go, nope, not dealing with it. Or you embrace it and go, okay, what's going on here? And I have found the more you do that and the more you do that soul searching and try to, you know, what, what's in here for me and understand it, the easier it is to move past it and go on. And when I meditate, I don't know about you, but I do have angels that come in and they say to me, handle it with grace, Yvonne, you know, Archangel (laughs) Haniel, handle it with grace. And you know what? You'll get through it. And then you won't have to come back and do it again. Because I know a lot of people are like, no, this is how it's going to be. And this is how I'm going to do it. And that's fine. But then they always come back and say, why is this happening to me again? Right. So, yeah, there's, there's lessons that I have learned along the way. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to handle everything. Every situation is different. So, you know, right. take that with, you know, some situations you need to handle yourself in a certain way. But um, I'm learning that as things come up that aren't life and death situations, just small things going on, especially with technology right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just exactly. handle it with grace and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of times too, where you need to set a boundary with something or someone, absolutely. And, but you can still do that in a way that is for the most part with grace, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, or, and, or not engage at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that can be helpful too. Um, But one of the things that I heard you talking about was pushing things away Mm -hmm. and, I think, so I think there are times when we can actually, if something is really intense and challenging, I think it is healthy to put it aside for a moment Mm -hmm. so that you can start to walk through the storm, whatever the storm is, and see it clearly Mm -hmm. so that you don't get overwhelmed with it. Absolutely. A little Mm -hmm. bit at a time. But I think that if you stuff it, numb it, or try to hide it, it's going to come up and smack you in the face each and every time and yes. be worse off than if you would have mm-hmm. just looked at it for a second. Doesn't mean you have to do it alone. That's right. You never have to do anything alone. Yes. Um, yes. But I know that we have to have all of our emotions to be a full person, mm-hmm. which includes sometimes being sad, angry, fearful doing all of those things, but then finding a way to get it back into balance again, whatever that looks like. And maybe in our next segment, we can talk more about finding the way to get back into balance after you've been knocked off your access mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I know that for me, um, I was, I I like using that word fearful. Um, I used to not like that word, but I was always, when these come up and I loved how you said that, Caroline, where you, it's okay to put it over here and and push it just a little bit and, and feel through things. Don't numb it. Don't forget about it. You still have to come back, but you want to know the biggest fear part was for me was when I started understanding about manifesting and law of attraction and working with the universe, I actually had this thought where, well, if I brought that in and I felt those emotions and I was doing it, that I was actually going to be attracting more of that to me. 
right? And nobody had explained to me that, no, actually, it's okay to tell the universe, no, no, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to, I'm going to heal it. I'm going to, I'm going to like embrace it. Um, but I was, and I love using that word. I was fearful that by doing so, I was saying, oh, bring more. Because I've always heard that saying, right? Your thoughts create your reality. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing for me. I was afraid to have those thoughts, to have those feelings, because I really thought that when you did that, you would bring more. And I've learned since from so working with so many people and mentors and even communicating with angels are like, no, it's okay. You're expressing, you're feeling, you're healing, you're learning, you're growing. And right. the only way to grow, they told me, is usually through fear because yeah. you're not going to stay in that nice little box. Yeah. That comfort <laughs> There's zone. that part. So I was talking with someone else the other day and we were talking about knowing if you're on your path, mm. right? Because we have this sense of if we're on the right path, that everything's supposed to be easy, peasy and no challenges. And that's not necessarily the truth. The fact is, is that if you're on your on a path and it's that easy, you're probably on somebody else's path. Mm-hmm. So if you're on your own path, you can expect to be uncomfortable because you are growing and you're moving through things. But I really want to thank you for being just so open about being fearful and the the fear of being of the fear of fear is really what we're talking about. That we're going to be more of it on by acknowledging the fact that we're having an emotion. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you just I think that it takes a lot more energy to ignore an emotion that you're having rather than just to feel it and let it move through or heal it or whatever it is that you need to do with that emotion. But the more that you recognize your own emotions, the more balanced you will be because you're not trying to push it away and it won't come out sideways. That's right. Because that's usually what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I, I absolutely agree with that. Yes. Yeah. You make some really good points there. Hey, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Yvonne and I are talking about weathering storms and how we move through them. And we were just talking about emotions and a very powerful one is fear. 
So I know for myself that one of the big obstacles that I had about spirit work, being a psychic medium, and just life in general was moving through fear and understanding it. And it was so huge for me that I had to just work with the angels to understand my fear. Mm -hmm. So I just was like, okay, angels, please show me in a way that doesn't scare me. Please take away the fear. A lot of work with Archangel Michael on that one. Because I think that in our experiences, whether that's religious or trauma or whatever it is, we develop this fear around a lot of things. And I know that was true for me Mm -hmm. religiously. And also the trauma part of it was that I had a ton of fear to work through. And it was really hard. It was hard. Yeah. I, I, from my story, I, you know, I understand what you're saying about it being hard and fear for me too, was um, once I embraced, you know, who I was and I understood and understood I can communicate, not understand, you know, not understanding, but understanding it's kind of, it was, it was the, to this day, I still don't know if I truly understand. I just know what happens and I know, you know, but yeah, my fear also was just telling people who I was. And I think we've talked about this on previous episodes where my biggest fear was I wanted to be in the closet. I just, I was actually, I think somebody joked to me about that. I was like the closet medium because yeah. I did not want people to know. Um, if someone asked what you did, I would try to take the yoga approach. Oh, I do with breath work and I work with yoga because I felt those were more accepted um, instead of somebody going into a complete room of people you don't know. And they say, Yvonne, so who are you and what do you do? And to say, you know, well, I'm a psychic medium. I just felt like people would be like, oh, and so I pushed that away. I really did. I pushed it. I I fought it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell people. Right. <laughs> and the harder I tried to do that, Carolyn, the more I believed the universe kept putting things in front of me. And this radio show was one of them as well. You know, Yvonne, would you like to come on? Would you like to do this? And my first response was, Oh, I don't want people to know who I am and what I do. But yeah, I want people to know who I am and what I do. Right. So. There was a lot of fear, yes. a lot of fear in just that piece. So that was a whole other fear that, you know, I was um, not sure in what to do. And I learned I had to embrace it and it's okay. And you know what I have found is I've let go. I surrendered. I said, that's okay. And I also learned, this was another important piece for me. I can't remember which mentor had said it, but she had said, it's none of my business what other people think of me. And I never could wrap my head around that. I was always like, no, but I don't want them. But you know what? It's none of my business. It really isn't. And so be brave, be yourself, tell people who you are. And if it's not okay for them, that's their thing. It's not mine, but I made it mine. I made it mine. Mm -hmm. It's my, I don't want to make that person uncomfortable. But you know what I have found? This is really interesting. Since I've let go and since you and I've started doing this show and we've been talking about this, I go out. I have no problem now when people ask, 
I have no people. I tell people not one person has looked at me and said, oh my gosh, or moved away or even batted an eyelash. Right. 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 So where was that fear? Yeah. Well, I think that comes from a lot of different places. I think for me to even get to the point where I had to work through the fear of there being um, a threat of possession. There was all of those old timey spiritualist beliefs, not spiritualist, but spiritist beliefs, or I'm probably saying it wrong, but you you get my drift. Yeah. (laughs) And it was um, that I, I just had this immense feeling like I was doing something wrong. And then on top of that, I had a fear that I wasn't good enough, that there was something inherently wrong with me that that made me think that I could talk to spirits. Right. Does that even make sense? Total sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then the fear also of when you do say you're a medium, that fear of, oh my gosh, what if I go into this reading and nothing happens? <laughs> yeah. So when you have that fear, right? That to me is part of the manifesting piece where if that's all you think about, then, you know, that's, so when I started letting go of that as well, I found that, oh my gosh, things were coming, just things I shouldn't know or things I, you know, just, and people would be like, oh gosh, there's no way you can know that. But it's the fear. And I'm not going to lie to you and say that, oh, I go into it now and I'm just like, yeah, no, I got this. And uh, I still have that, that, um, that nervous energy. But I was always taught by a mentor that that's actually really good because your chakras, they're open and they're moving and that keeps you, right? And so it's okay. It's okay to have that little bit of nervousness, but I I no longer fear. Oh, sorry. I no longer Oh, no, that's okay. I, you know, and I think that's wonderful and I'm really glad you brought that up. And I don't think that's a bad thing to have that nervousness. No. I think it's a really good thing because it also keeps us in check a little bit too. Yes. You know, um, so, and I think that working with the fear part of it for me was such a huge, it was such a huge blessing to be able to do it a little bit at a time. Um, so I was working with the angels and I was doing healing with the angels, with the archangels. And I did a lot of that work. I did a lot of traditional counseling work to get through a lot of things. And then, Um, it was just like a progression of things. But when I did do the, it was when I worked with the angels, when I worked with the archangels, when I worked with my angels, when I worked with my guides, the fear just kind of fell away. It didn't happen overnight, but it did happen. And then one day I was like, where did that go? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, I can I, yeah, I I totally get that too. Um, I know getting into it, I was kind of in the same thing. Um, You know, being that I was in the corporate world, Catholic, and yes, I saw on TV people like John Edwards, but I didn't really understand what they were doing. But you also watch those shows like Hollywood shows where they, you know, it can be really scary where they make it where, you know, people are getting harmed or hurt. And I'm like, oh gosh, right? And, you know, no, when I sit and meditate, I'm like, no, this is not ever, no, that's, (laughs) no, Yvonne, you're safe. You're fine. And I can tell you, and I'm sure you'll have, but no matter who I've brought through up 
to this time in my time working, nobody has been harmful. Nobody has been, um, I haven't had, I guess, what you call mean spirit. Like I just, they've all been, um, you know, beautiful in their own way. And they come with a personality. And so if their personality was a little bit of like a grouch in life, they still have that piece, but not a mean spirit piece. They still give you a bit of their personality so that you can right. at least relate that to your sitter. But no, no fear of of um, something terrible or evil. Um, no. I think that that saying the only thing that the only thing that you need to fear is fear itself you know, is, is very true, especially when it comes to mediumship. But I heard a lot of people who are awakening and having some medium experiences be fearful because they have a lot of experiences they don't understand, or they're happening like spontaneously without effort. Mm -hmm. And it feels like it's an intrusion. But the reality of it is once you start working with the energy of it, and you just, and you start working with it, that happens less and less the more that you use the energy. Yes. So when you are not using the energy through mediumship or creativity or any other way that you can to dispel energy, it will, um, what's stack up in a way. Mm -hmm. And then, then you have some experiences that you might not understand. Yes. Yes. And I know I've worked with people as well a little bit different of a fear is, you know, people will reach out and they'll say, there's weird things going on in my home. I have, my house is haunted. This is what's going on. And what I can tell you is all the people that I've worked with that me going in there and just kind of connecting with energy every single time, I can't even say nine times out of 10, I'm going to tell you every single time it's either been a grandpa in spirit or a grandma, and they're just wanting to say hello. And what I have found from the spirit world is they just don't know that maybe flicking the lights might, you know, frighten you or a door closes. And I've, but people, I think really relate things to Hollywood um, in what you see in, in the scary movies and, so the first thing that goes to people's minds is, oh my goodness, there's something really bad going on. And it's usually not that. And I find a lot of times it's after someone's had a baby. And of course, the family from above, the grandmas, the grandpas, they just, they're just around. They're just around. And they're just saying a hello. And they've embraced it. Once they realized they've embraced it. And, you know, I just said, just tell them, yeah, that's kind of scary. Don't do that for me. And they don't. And spirit <laughs> listens. And you know, life. And so, fear can be. You know, if if when you, I, I like. I'm just saying. I haven't come across anything that's been anything to make me not want to do what I do anymore. I like the idea of checking things out too. So, for instance, I had an experience one day. I don't. I don't have a lot of things physically manifest in my house. Um, but let's, you know what? I want to finish this conversation when we come back. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. 
Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Before we went to break, we were talking about fear and energy in the home and things manifesting in the home. And one of the things that I have experienced with other people is they will come and they'll say, I think my house is haunted. And then I'll talk to them about it and ask them what they mean. And then I just have this feeling that that there's something going because fear has an energy about oh, yes. it. Mm-hmm. And so does anger, mm-hmm. right? There's an energy with anger. So And they'll say that their child is not sleeping well and the child is afraid all the time. And I'm like, well, what's going on in the home? And are you guys fighting? Yes, we're fighting. Do you do that in front of your child? Yes, that's probably not a good idea. So uh, I think there is an energy around things like fear and anger where it can physically manifest it's called kinetic energy mm-hmm. and so the best thing that you can do is clear that stuff off and definitely don't be doing that in front of your kids right right absolutely yeah. yes yeah mm-hmm. i've also experienced energy um in an interesting way where if i'm not in part of my house all the time i find the energy can just get void right? There might be certain rooms I don't go into. And what I find real, and I don't know if you found this as well. I'm not saying that there's anything bad in there. I'm not saying that there's anything negative in there, but I can certainly tell the difference of the energy in the room. When I'm in this room that I'm currently in, I always have crystals. I got essential oils. I got stuff. I'm keeping the vibe really nice and high in this room, but I can go into a room here that I haven't been in in a long time. um, Just because, you know, and, and, and you just can tell it's different and it doesn't and i think as humans we all have that little bit of that sixth sense right we all do and you might walk in and you might go oh this feels just a little different it just might mean that a like you just said something has happened in that room somebody may have had a fight and you can kind of feel that or b it's just empty yeah so put a little love into it like you know open a window or you know chimes and music or anything just sometimes you'll notice just even something small can shift that energy in that room and it doesn't feel quite the same i know people that are like too afraid to go into a certain room in their house and i think it's just because that's why it's been avoided and there's nothing going on just give it a little love put some put a crystal in there or do something It's really interesting that you said that you can shift the energy in a room and you know, you can shift the energy in yourself to the same way, just by very small, subtle shifts. It might mean taking a walk or putting essential oils on you or listening some music that you love, that you find inspirational or reading something that you find inspirational can shift that. And if you're really in a terrible place and things are not going well, Ask the angels to shift the energy, ask for some help, because it would definitely help. Yes. 
I so agree with that. I have them in all of my all of my rooms. But I had my son move out recently. And so now I have a room in my house that Aww. people, yes, I have empty nest syndrome now. And I don't have him in there. But the room, the energy is different now in the room. I bet it is. It's totally different. And even when he comes here, he says, when I walk in there, it's totally different. <laughs> so what are you going to do with that room? Oh, that's going to be my guest room now. And it's, um, yeah, I turned it into a guest room and yeah, yeah, exercise room, that kind of thing. But it's nice. I have that room and yeah, and he has his own place. So, yeah. Well, and as it should be at some point, right? As much as we hate to, as much as we have to have those changes, they're just their own growth and progression. And that just means that you've done a great job, mom, you know? (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, It's tough to let them go, but yeah, that's part of life, right? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. My cats notice a real change in that room. They won't go sleep in there now. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's, That's interesting. They miss his energy too. So, yeah. Aww. He was a sweet soul. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so how it goes. When you think about going through a storm, name three things that work for you each and every time. Oh, well, you know me. Angels, angels, angels. I always call them in. I love working, especially Archangel Jophiel. I find Angel of Beauty, Feng Shui Angel, right? Anything going on in that house, I do that immediately. I love working with crystals and salts. I actually put them in the four corners of my house with the four corners. Angels, the four watchtowers that I do. I just love that. Positive affirmations for me. Love, love, love doing that. Um, I find that no matter what's going on, and I have a book, and it's actually sitting right here in front of me, and I write my own out, and I put them in here, and I just go to that right away. Um, And I always do that. Take the dog for a quick walk, get out in nature. I find no matter what's going on, just getting outside. It doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, because I'm in Canada, but it just helps. And being around my pet, I don't know what it is. He just raises my vibration. There's just so many different things that you can do, but I immediately go to angels first. Always, always, always. Yep. I do too. Angels and exercise, some of the same things that you do, positive affirmations, anything that's going to shift my energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that everybody's a little bit different, but if you work with it, you'll find three to four that work for you each and every time. Yeah. So Yvonne, I know you've got some exciting things going on. Why don't you tell us about that? I'm so excited for you. Oh, well, thank you. Um, So talking about manifesting, right? All this year, and and we've talked about this on the show where I said to you, I want to write a book this year. I want to write a book this year. And I wasn't quite sure exactly how to do it. This is my first time. Carolyn, on the other hand, has books out. So you have to go check out her books as well. But I don't. I don't. And so I wasn't quite sure where to go, what to do with it. So in talking about speaking with angels, I set intentions at the last new moon and I just said, help guide me in the process. Um, where do I go? What do I do? How do I start? And what, you know, and the most amazing thing happened was I um, was, somebody had reached out to me and from a publisher place, which to be, and and I'm sorry, we're on air and I'm saying this, but I kind of thought, I'm not sure if this is like a real thing or not, because you can get these kind of emails all the time and people reach out. And so I was like, oh, it's okay. I'm fine. And, you know, I'm not even sure if this is the real thing. And well, it was, (laughs) and they got me in touch with somebody who is um, looking for co-authors in a book. So I have just signed my very first book deal. Um, I'm going to be a co-author in a book, um, Healing Through Trauma, 
And I'm so excited to be a part of it and so excited to meet the other co-authors. And it's something that I'm really um, passionate about because of all the things that I had to go through. And I think that's part of the reason um, why I got accepted into the book and learning Reiki and working with angels and how I got myself um, through all the things that I had went through as well. So super exciting. Not a lot of lead up time. The book is actually set to be released on June the 27th um, with Amazon and Barnes and Noble and a few other places. I have only been in this process for one week. So I don't even know a lot of, about it, but I will absolutely um, keep you updated as I know, but super excited and really excited to get going on that. Well, I am so excited for you. And it's so nice to be back on air with you. I know we're going to be back here in probably another week or so. And so keep listening, write us in. We want your questions. We want to do readings. We want to do all that stuff. Yes, yes, absolutely. So thank you to everyone who joined us here today. We so look forward to seeing you again on There is an Angel for That, Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Angel blessings to you all, and I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of There is an Angel for That. If you enjoyed today's show, please join us next week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, we wish you a beautiful week.